0: Happy COVID holidays, everybody. How are we as a veterinary profession going to adjust, adapt, and somehow work within the confines of a global pandemic this week on the Veterinary Viewfinder? Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. And happy COVID season, everybody. I mean, normally this is the time of year when most of us are making plans to spend with family, maybe an office party, gifts, gatherings, all the things that we do to celebrate the season. But this year... It's going to be a little different. And this week, we want to talk about what those differences might look like. But more importantly, how can we come together as clinic teams and celebrate in some fashion during the holidays? But before we get into all of that, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward.
1: And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser.
0: And Becky, happy COVID holidays. See,
1: like, remember when we did the disability <laughs> episode and I said we put... The person before the disability, oh. we're going to put the holiday <laughs> before the obstacle. So this is happy holidays. Holiday in- COVID. Okay, so flip that <laughs> narrative for me so I can at least make it to the end of this podcast.
0: We know Viewfinder families. Everybody knows that Becky doesn't like to talk about COVID, but the holidays are upon us and everybody right now is scrambling to figure out like, what are we going to do? Like, are we going to have a family Thanksgiving dinner? Are we going to have an office Christmas party? Are we going to be celebrating the new year with our friends and family? I mean, Becky, these are real questions that are directly affecting us. And if you think about it, we weren't dealing with this last year, right? I mean, it was still something that was kind of maybe a little fringy news story coming out of Asia. And then suddenly, you know, this year, guess what? It is going to disrupt Santa Claus here in Calabash.
1: Uh yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> I think it's something we probably should have been paying attention to last year around Christmas, but um that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> There's several of them out there.
0: <laughs> that's right. Those are totally different podcasts. But Viewfinder family, this this conversation today was really sparked by a couple of things that Becky and I are encountering and our other lives, okay? So first of all, as many of you know, for the last 25 years, my wife and I and my family have hosted a community tree lighting event and parade in Calabash, North Carolina, the home of our first original clinic. You know, it's really it's really our foundation. And this year, due to the pandemic and, of course, restrictions on crowds and gatherings and so forth, we've had to pivot quickly. And so one of the things we did was we came up with a different thing, which we'll talk about in just a second. But on the other hand, Becky is dealing with lots of different businesses and enterprises, and they're asking her, like, Becky, should we have a a Christmas party for our team? If not, what do we do? So we thought we would have this conversation with you guys today to sort of explore what we're doing, the solutions that we're trying to enact. And more importantly, you know, we really are asking a lot of questions about what does this mean for team cohesion? Because Becky, for me, this is a really an important bonding time of the year.
1: Um. I guess it is. It's just such a weird year, right? Like, so for some people, I think Christmas is a super big stressor. It isn't a bonding time because of how things are set up where they are. We've talked about this before, right? Like financial stressors, family stressors. So I, I think some people might even be relieved this year, like... I don't have to do the things. Um, but I, I do think there are other ways that may be adding to increased stress, such as we've been financially affected by COVID. You know that, you know, we've got the giving tree going on for that reason. And so I think it's just going to be a really weird holiday overall. And I don't think people are going to have their normal um expectations in this day anyway so i, I think it's going to be something we almost have to mourn you know um our traditional <laughs> holidays and, or really really risk in my personal non human medicine opinion off the record make this thing worse
0: Yeah. And that's a really good point. And obviously, viewfinders, we want safety above all else. You know, that is our paramount concern. But getting back to it, Becky, we are creatures of habits. We like traditions, you know, like our Christmas tree lighting 25 years. So there was no way we were going to let some crummy little virus slow us down. We just pivoted. We just tried to do things in a socially distanced, safe fashion. So this way, people are going to be able to drive downtown through our little town hamlet of Calabash. And we're going to have businesses lit up. We're going to have like Santa Cloths, and we're going to have these little things. So, you're going to make a little cruise in your are car. They going to
1: decorate their cars? Will they?
0: Well, we have got some special guests like the Shriners are decorating all their cars. So, they're going to be lining down the street. So, yeah. So, all of that I kind of stuff. This of course.
1: podcast be about that?
0: <laughs> yes. And fishing boats because Calabash is a famous fishing yeah. village. So, you know, so we're, we're trying to, but what, what I didn't want to do was lose that. For many children, this is such a special time of year, and I at least want to give them something, you know, since we can't do our traditional big parade and our big tree lighting with all the, you know, entertainment and all the the spectacle. So, let's get back to that. So So, right now, I believe in tradition, and right now, obviously, I want safety, but... On the day-to-day clinic, there is. this is also a time for those clinics who have been stressed out, overworked, overwhelmed, maybe for their leadership to somehow give that little extra reward. So that's, Becky, what I, I also think is so important about this year. I don't want to give up yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't give up. You should have improvise adapt and overcome happy birthday marines we're recording on 11 10 tomorrow <laughs> is veterans day so when this comes out it will be happy veteran well not you know thank you for being a yes. veterans day and um so yeah you improvise adapt and overcome and so that's the whole thing with covid right is and and you know me, I'm about flipping the narrative. Um, I, I now have a lot of joy in my heart since this last weekend, and I believe things are going to look better. And so, what can we do and brainstorm and get fun about this? And how can we make the holiday thing work? I love your drive through holiday. Personally, like that's so much more than standing out in the cold, um, and like potential rain or like all the things that could go wrong. Um, You know, I've loved seeing the rallies. I love that the musicians are putting on concerts in their car now. I mean, we're adapting. So let's like figure out how to how to adapt and do this um, the best we can. You're just and and we have cool new opportunities, right? Like now we can incorporate more people because maybe they can't get a babysitter. So lean into it uh, and make it work.
0: Okay, so let's now like pivot back because, you know, how would your parties work, right? And so, one of the things I want to share with you that we did in one of my other businesses, Wild Earth, was we had, because we're feeling like everybody else is like, oh, we're working, you know, largely remotely and there's so much stress and uncertainty and anxiety and so forth. So, we had a special party, a Zoom party. Sorry, you know, everybody, but we had to do it by Zoom. And we wound up finding this amazing, online magician from Canada. Now, it doesn't matter where. He could be anywhere in the world, right? But he put on this 30-minute show, Becky. I mean, it was phenomenal because he like had adapted his magic act to like like pretending like he was going through the the m- monitor you know he was doing things like you know like you would have to find something in your office right in front of your computer it was phenomenal yeah. so Becky can't we find the little joy even if we have to do it on zoom like can't we get creative like that this cer- this guy certainly that's was what
1: we're doing over at base pause you know that's how we're gonna try to adapt to it is if we have to, just figure out how to spend a couple hours together, um, and make it and make it work and make it fun, and I think that, so. It's kind of uh, you'll appreciate this. It's like when you eat a vegan burger, like if you're expecting, you know, fresh beef Angus flavor, then you're going to hate that vegan burger. But if you jump into that black bean burger expecting just a different experience than beef that is alternative, you might enjoy it. So you have to I like, like that. change the expectation instead of grumbling and groaning about it not being what it's always been. And I don't know, Dr. Ernie did Christmas Carols, so some people out there might be stoked it's right. not what it was. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, we can we can have a really fun time with what we've got. And and again, it's mostly I think about outlook. So I I think, and I say this all the time, you know, there's so much like there are so many people in these groups. You go on Facebook, there's thousands and thousands of people to to crowdsource. Figure out what other people are doing and get excited about it. I know I'm part of like a secret sister exchange of some kind where I don't exactly know what I do, but I'm buying a present um, and sending it to someone. And it's just about finding the fun and the joy in the everyday the best that you can. Um, And I really encourage you to incorporate your clients as much as you can because um, everyone needs a little sunshine this holiday season. This one's, you know, going to need a little brightening. Um, It's been a really tough year.
0: Right. And before we get into the discussion on incorporating our clients' concerns and some of the challenges that they're facing this weird holiday COVID season, uh, I want to take a quick break because Becky is going to tell us a little bit more about how you can help those in our profession throughout what may be a challenging holiday season. So let's take a quick break and listen to Becky.
1: I really appreciate the opportunity to reach out to the veterinary industry and ask you to please participate in a very important Um, movement that we've put together this holiday season. Head over to Facebook and check out Veterinary Industry Giving Tree. You can also find us on um, Instagram at the same. You can mail your gift cards to VeterinaryIndustryGivingTree at gmail.com or VeterinaryGivingTree at gmail.com. This is an opportunity to bring a little bit of help and sunshine this holiday season to veterinary uh, members in need.
0: Becky, Thank you so much. I am We've already donated. We encourage everybody to donate. It is fantastic program, veterinary industry giving tree, check it out on Facebook It definitely help out our colleagues in need. But other people in need in our universe, Becky, are our clients. And I think that we really also want to focus on how can we bring a little bit of joy during this unprecedented time to our clients? Because many of them are going to feel socially isolated. They're not going to be meeting with their family like they once did in Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's. So are there any things that we should take into account you know, from our client's perspective? But more importantly, how can we Maybe fill a little bit of the gap.
1: Well, one, give to the giving tree. But
0: two, <laughs> right.
1: I think it's honestly the presence of mind for kindness. Um, I think it's little gifts at this point, little kindnesses. Um, my sister was at Trader Joe's the other day and she said she had a really nice exchange with the checkout person. And um, they were like, you know what? You're, you really brighten my day today. Go pick out some flowers on your way. And like she just was so like she must have told 50 people that story right because it was just such a little tiny kindness act so if you can buy coffee for the person behind you if you can just like smile at somebody through your mask I don't know like just figure out little ways to do nice things because one it fills your cup and makes you feel good but everyone needs it um And it's like you always say, Dr. Ernie, about, you know, catch somebody doing something good. Something good. It's it's just that thing, like verbal praise, a little highlight, a little, um, you know, Starbucks gift card, a little ICU is just such a big deal right now.
0: I love that. Of course, always, you know, just pay it forward. But one of the things that vertical vet that I've been pitching our team, because, you know, we have, you know, 1100 or so vet clinics all across the country and, and they're asking us this, like, what do we do with our clients this year? You know, it's different. You know, we can't do the normal celebrations. One of the things that I've been proposing to clinics when we've had these conversations, Becky, is to somehow host like a Facebook live, you know, like a holiday party online. And I don't think it's as complicated as you might think. I mean, you can literally like play some Christmas music, tell a couple of stories, ask for questions, you know, hopefully not medical so much, but, you know, just like somehow show the personality of your team. You know, because I think one of the the opportunities, and I love what you said earlier about, you know, finding ways to embrace this new thing and then make it a better thing. Well, you know, we often don't get to, to share our talents. There's probably somebody on your team who plays the piano or the guitar or sings or dances. This would be a great way to showcase them. And they could just shoot a video with their phone and then you could have this little party and whoever shows up, shows up and, you know, they can watch it whenever at a later date. But I think take the opportunity to celebrate the season and show that other side of your team. Because I I do believe, and certainly in my experience, that the reason that you had such loyal clients for years and years, you was because they connected with you on a personal level, not just on a professional level. Does that make sense? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, and I think that's a really important thing. And it's, it's one of those things that can be really hard in this time when we're so focused on structural change, environmental change, personal change, everything that's going on in covid, I think you know sort of putting ourselves in that bubble um potentially leaves us to you know have some barriers um with our clients and maybe and maybe just be a little bit overly protective right now. And so you're right, it is ensuring we are maintaining that personal relationship, we're honoring that human animal bond, we're being present. And that's really hard um, in the moment where you know, um, we aren't even being face to face very often, and right. um, it, and so the communication barriers are like up physically, but they're also up emotionally, right? Because we have cu- customers who are are kind of maybe frustrated that they are experiencing that separation. So, I think it is an important time to stay focused on ourselves and focused on our teams, but also being very generous and remembering. Um, everybody is going through a stressful time right now.
0: Yeah. And Becky, that's exactly the sentiment that kind of led me to this bit of advice, you know, for the past couple of weeks, because I know that people, there's been this barrier called curbside service. And so clients aren't interacting with us. They aren't even getting to see our faces. Most of the time we're hidden behind masks and shields. And so I just felt like, well, wow, why not? just throw up a Facebook live. I mean, it's not that hard. If you have a smartphone, you can pull this off. And, and, you know, I think people sometimes say, Oh, I don't have fancy cameras, Dr. Warder. I don't have all this equipment, you know, microphones. I don't think it matters so much, you know, with this, this is that opportunity for you to kind of say, Hey guys, Thank you for being a loyal client of Seaside Animal Care. You know, we know that we can't share Christmas joy the way we normally do, but we want to invite you in. We're just going to have this little low-key party, you know, 30 minutes on Facebook Live. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to be silly, sing some songs, you know, and, and share a little cheer. Like, I think if you just do that... You know, and I had one clinic say, well, you know what, What 20 or 30 people are gonna show up? And I was like, that would be amazing, (laughs) right? You know, because like, why do we think that we have to have a million views to be a success in our clinics, right? I mean, if you had 20 people watch your live stream, I'm gonna say you just crushed it, people, because you know, those 20 people are gonna be that much more bonded to you. Those 20 people are gonna be the people that go out there and tell five people each. So now we're up to maybe 100 people that know about your clinic and then they might share your little thing and then you might get exposed to a whole new audience. So, you know, Becky, I, I've always believed in these little incremental steps that lead to transformational change, you know, but you, it's really hard sometimes just to like suddenly go from zero to a million views. You just got to build it. So again, if you're interested, I think you should consider this, maybe hosting some kind of Facebook live Christmas party. It's free. It's open. It's whatever. Be silly, be yourselves, be authentic and be joyful.
1: Yeah. I told, I a hundred percent. I agree. And you know, I, I, I've called this out kind of before in terms of focusing on the goal, but like it's quality, not quantity. If if you have a small number of views, number one, who, who, who cares? Who, who, you know, you don't right. have to count how many people show up to your rally, right? Like you just need to know that the people that are there are probably really enjoying it. And, um, is, as silly as it sounds like just flip through Facebook, flip through Instagram and look at the teams who are, you know, taking pictures of them at work and, and smiling and having fun because, you know that really is what it's all about. I also, um, I kind of have to give a shout out to a local clinic who did a lot of really fun team building things, even in COVID during Vet Tech Week. Um, Porter's Neck Animal Hospital, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Do you follow them on Instagram? They, oh yeah,
0: yeah. Crushed. They, it. they
1: crushed yeah. it, right? Oh yeah, I tagged you because they were like. They're like doing yeah. some crazy fun. I don't even know what they were building stuff with spaghetti noodles. I could not even tell you what they were doing, but I was super, I was like, I want to go work there. So even in COVID, they were still having a lot of fun is my point. Um, so if you need ideas, I guess call them, but, um, point, you know, I guess we've kind of beat this drum a lot, but you can still have a lot of fun you just kind of got to figure out how to do it. I think things like start, tell your, tell your clients, uh, we're having a, a best dressed car contest, right? They love right. pet parades. You can still pet parade in social distance. Um. Nobody loves anything more than dressing their pet up and and possibly winning a basket of pepperonis. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, but it's true. So, it is um, true. and, and the same thing goes for your staff. So there, I think there are just a lot of fun things we can do, a lot of ways to be creative and just to take a step back and to just say like, this is hard and we're all like working really hard, but we've hit enough of a stride. I think at this point, um, and we know that things aren't changing that, if we start to think about it now, we can be ready in time. Um, and I think also just kind of give your team a little hope that you guys are going to still celebrate it and it is still going right. to be fun and okay.
0: That is a great point. That's why we're having this conversation today, because we know that you're going to need the next month to kind of figure this out. The final thing I want to talk about today, Becky with you is just, you know, look, let's face it for many clinics, the finances aren't going to be great this year. And so that means that sometimes, you know, if people that give Christmas bonuses, which I'm against, but, you know, Christmas gift, all that stuff, it may be affected. Even your raises, your increase in benefits, all of those things may be affected due to the pandemic. Becky, you know, I know we've talked about this on the podcast literally every year since we started four years ago, but any ideas for staff gifting during a time of, of coronavirus?
1: Yes. <laughs> I think that, so it's like, well, so it's like you said, if you've already kind of created the precedence of um, bonuses,
0: bonuses. I, yeah.
1: And this is, a, there's a lot of controversy about this right now, right? Cause a lot of people believe veterinary clinics are making more money than they ever have right now. Cause they're busier than they've ever been. Um, I don't have the studies or the numbers or whatever to back that up. So if it's something you've done before, um, you've set a precedent. I would hope that this is something you're saving for all year to keep to meet that because you, you know, I hate to say this, but it you it, it is sort of a, a situation you created. And there will be a cultural impact in your clinic if you come back and just say like, yeah, sorry, busy as we've been. And as much as you guys have stepped up, I can't help you out this holiday season. So that's going to be a bad deal. Um, and I'm, I, you know, if, if you set that precedence, I don't know. Um, but if you haven't, and it isn't something you can do, I love the idea of asking them, like, what would you like? Up to $30, what would be a fun thing? I also love the idea of letting them buy for each other, giving them money to spend on each other. Um, and I personally, my top vote is homemade gifts because um, I think, one, you can really tap into people's um, talents, and two, you you know, it's what it's really more about. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Becky, I I think that I'm going to repeat it because we've done this in the past. It is such a good idea, especially, I mean, look, you know, I've been in practice a long time, so we've had some ups and downs as far as years go. And right now your staff probably doesn't have a lot of extra money just laying around to buy nice gifts for their team members. They want to, you know, they want to participate and share and, and, and all that stuff, but they just can't. So I think Becky's idea is super solid. You know what? Say, hey guys, instead of like us giving you gifts and then you guys giving each other gifts, what we've decided to do as a clinic is we're going to give everybody, you know, 30 bucks, 50 bucks. And the caveat is you got to buy somebody else a gift. And of course, then you distribute like, you know, Becky, you take Ernie and Ernie, you take Laura, or whatever, right? You know, you get how you distribute that. But I think that's a super solid idea. And if your clinic has been adversely affected by the you know downturn and and, and visits and so forth, and just less profitable procedures, I mean, come on, there's a lot of reasons why income and revenue is down. But you know, this might be a way to sort of salvage that, you know, because now the clinic sort of participates, they step up, but yet it's not like giving you know a huge bonus or whatever. But I don't know, Becky, I think that has a tremendous uh, a merit to it, and I know that the few times that we did that exact uh, strategy, it went over very well.
1: Yeah, and that's, you're, I mean, you make a really good point because the social strain becomes, you know, in this giving tree, I've seen a ton of people say, I want to be anonymous. People I, I work with don't really know what my family's going through. I don't necessarily want them to or whatever. And I think that there's a lot to that, that we kind of suffer in silence in our profession. And so just making the assumption that it can be done, um, nope, they don't love it. So I, I totally right, agree with right. you on that. It, it, it's just, it's really kind of difficult. So. Um,
0: but I think it's important that you do yeah, something you definitely for definitely team. Yeah,
1: I, I just kind of mean to like make the having them to buy each other presents or, you know, putting a, a oh, spend $10 and buy each other a thing and then swapping names like you said. I don't love that. I think it is important to do a thing. I I love the idea of also asking your team what they want to do what they're comfortable with how they want to handle it like in, again servant leadership really is helping people feel like they have a voice and so um kind of crowdsourcing their ideas and what would make them feel like they were having a a, a, a hop a happy holiday and that they're doing something that they want to do um how how do we accomplish that and I think there's um, a lot of appreciation and just being included.
0: Yep. And so the final thing today, viewfinders, and we really want to hear what you're doing is are, are you going to have a party? Right. Are you going to have people over? You know, are we
1: invited?
0: Are we invited? That's right. We'd like to get an invitation if you're giving them out. But no, we know that many of us will have restrictions and impediments to meeting in person. Uh, for some places it may not even be legal, right? Yep. We don't know what's going to happen in the next few weeks. But regardless, you know, what are you doing? And I don't have an answer for that, but I do know, I, I still believe in gathering around the campfire right and and maybe this is gathering around the zoom screen i don't know but i think like like becky said no two or three times during this podcast, you need to give your, your staff, your team some hope. Like we're going to do something, right? I think you need to be sowing the seeds, priming them for that right now, because otherwise they may be looking at these next few weeks where, look, I think the news is going to be kind of yucky. Uh, you know, I, I think it's gonna be frightening. And so we need to make sure that we can buoy their spirits whenever possible. And again, I don't mean being disingenuine and fabricating, you know, oh, it's perfect, everything's fine. Um, I mean, actually saying, you know, hey guys, we know this is a trying time. But you know what? We're still going to get together and, you know, we're going to meet outside at, at Becky's house, exactly. I, you know, whatever down. it may be. Yeah. Just come on down. Becky's got a big backyard, but regardless, you know, I don't know what it looks like, what is safe, but I think you should have those conversations with your team right yeah. now. Becky, I will say this it's often. If you ask your team, hey, what do you guys want to do for the holidays? Immediately they think, are you asking me to do more stuff during the holidays? (laughs) So somehow you've got to unburden them, uncouple them from the responsibility and just say, hey, give me your best idea, not that you're going to pile on more work. You know what I'm saying, Becky? Yeah,
1: sometimes we don't need open-ended questions, right? So (laughs) I say, what of these following choices would you like? And are there any others you Uh, can think of um, to really create the But I mean- yeah. It's gonna be um you know, honestly, at this point in time, please just be celebrating something every day. Um, celebrating shouldn't be this hard to conceptualize, unfortunately. It is. So, um, you know, I challenge you guys in these really hard I've said it sixteen times at least in this last twenty five minutes. It's been a hard <laughs> year. You know, be kind, be generous, but but find things to celebrate and help your team get into a mode of celebration. Um And, you know, being comfortable in the new uncomfortable um, and that, you know, this is as good a time as any to be a really, really strong brainstormer.
0: Wow. I love that. Viewfinders, be sure to check out the Veterinary Industry Giving Tree. You can check it out on Instagram, Facebook. Donate if you can. If you are in need yourself, definitely check it out because we are here to help. This is a way for us to directly impact the lives of our veterinary colleagues who have been affected by the coronavirus pandemic. So definitely check it out. Veterinary Industry Giving Tree. Becky, you do not know how proud I am of your efforts there. That is just phenomenal.
1: Thank you. I really, like I said, I am I'm by proxy. I, it is only because I am willing to leap without looking and I'm, I'm good at spreadsheets. <laughs> Everything else has come from this amazing community of over 2,800 invites, oh, 1,045 people the last I looked, and um, we're at about two, two and a half weeks old. So um, that is fully this industry. Um, this is fully you guys. So I'm just, that. Ah, nope, I'll cry. I can't. I get I get teary every time I talk about it. Steve Dale put out some um, amazing blogs about it, and he pushed those fast and early. And I appreciated that he did that. Um, Closer Still Media is doing a blog on it as well. We've you know had some real, real amazing outreach because um, of the amazing people in this industry. So,
0: and the amazing Viewfinder family. I know that many right. of you have already donated. Uh, and if you're feeling in a giving mood, be sure to head over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and. Give us a five-star review. It really does help us out. That's honestly all I'm asking for Christmas from you guys. If you find it, just go over there, click the five stars, and just say, hey, thanks for doing whatever you're doing. And if you have ideas for shows, let us know. If you have a guest that you think we need to reach out to, we are here for you because, honestly, we're just a sounding board for the industry to tackle the toughest topics in veterinary medicine. That's
1: right. What do you want in your ear hole? We are here
0: to deliver it. So you can check us out on Facebook at Veterinary Viewfinder, on Instagram at Veterinary Viewfinder, and I still post on that thing called Twitter at Vet Viewfinder. (laughs) Viewfinders, until next week, let us know how you're celebrating with your team. Stay safe, give your pets a hug, and bye! Bye! We did it! It wasn't bad, I liked it.